0: the Lord, for Thy
1: great plan That we thy dwelling place may be
2: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, provided by Living Stream Ministry, and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Witness Lee served the Lord faithfully for more than 70 years, culminating with his exhaustive commentary on the entire scriptures called Life Study of the Bible. Today, we're happy to bring you recorded excerpts from his ministry along with some of our own considerations. At the end of the program, we'll give you the website where you can find more about the remarkable ministry of these two
3: men. But for now, please enjoy today's program. Once again, Gary Kaiser has been kind enough to join us in our studio for fellowship on this wonderful life study from Genesis. Gary, welcome back. It's nice to have you here. It's nice to be with you, Matt. We have more marvelous pictures from the experiences of Isaac, and pictures is appropriate because anyone who has followed these life studies, I'm sure, has seen one picture after another. And it's amazing that the Old Testament book of Genesis has been so much help to us with our New Testament experience of life. Gary, I wonder, would you say something about the relationship between the Old and the New Testaments in the divine revelation?
1: Well, Matt, very briefly, the Old Testament gives us a picture, and the New Testament gives us a heading or a caption under that picture. That is, it explains the picture in the Old Testament. It's a little bit like a child's book. You see a picture of a young girl running, and we see she's full of happiness. You can almost see her jumping. Then we have the explanation underneath. Jane is very happy today because Grandma is coming to visit. So the Old Testament is the picture which conveys the types, the shadows, the prophecies, And the New Testament gives the explanation. For this reason, we need to carefully consider the Old Testament pictures, presenting the types and shadows, the signs, the figures that depict the experiences of life. And then, in the New Testament, we see the explanation. For example, in the Old Testament, you have the matter of manna for 40 years. Children of Israel were feeding on the manna. They considered it the bread from heaven. But in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus explained very clearly in John chapter 6 that he himself is the real bread of life sent down from God. We need to see clearly the explanation of the Old Testament pictures. But we need also to treasure the Old Testament pictures which give us a clear view of what is the New Testament experience of life. Thanks, Gary. Let's join Witness Lee.
0: In the New Testament, we do have the revelation concerning the experience of life. But it doesn't have such a clear picture as it had in the Old Testament. We all know the proverb that says a picture is better than thousand words. All those stories are just pictures showing us the different aspects of experiences in life. Every Christian in the experience of life has three aspects. You have the aspect of Abraham, and you have the aspect of Isaac, and you have the aspect of Jacob. Three persons showing three aspects of one complete person in the experience of life. In a very good sense, we all are Abrahams. We all have been called, we all have learned to live by faith in God and to live in fellowship with God, right? And we all also have been put into the position of grace. So we are Isaacs. And eventually we are also Jacobs. Isaac's aspect shows us that we Christians do have the aspect of grace. We are not only called. We are not only learning to live by faith in fellowship with God. We are here day by day enjoying something. We are enjoying something of God. If we don't have an enjoyment in our Christian life, I tell you the Christian life may be miserable. Right. The aspect of Isaac is the aspect of grace. Grace means God himself becomes our enjoyment within our spirit. Many, many times you had a hard time. The hard time did bother you mentally, emotionally, and so forth. But deep in your spirit, you had something so sweet. Didn't realize while you were suffering something deep, deep within you that caused you to be happy, caused you to sense so sweet, something so good. The suffering aspect is the aspect of Abraham, and the enjoying aspect is the aspect of Isaac.
3: Well, Gary, it was clear as we followed the life of Abraham that his life contained quite a bit of suffering, but he also received a rich blessing. And now in Isaac, we see a life of enjoyment, and this typifies our enjoyment of God as grace. Do you think that it is significant that in the biblical account, the enjoyment of grace follows the experience of suffering?
1: Absolutely. If you look at the New Testament explanation of these things, you realize that the Lord Jesus learned obedience by the things which he suffered and then entered into glory. This was made clear by his fellowship in Luke chapter 23 then we also see paul experiencing much suffering but considering that suffering to be a present lightness of affliction it's in second corinthians chapter 4 verse 17 and 18 he experienced such suffering but to him it was very minor in the light of the glory which was coming The suffering was followed by the grace. The suffering is followed by the enjoyment. Concerning our experience of life, we can see that we all are Abrahams. Brother Lee here has pointed out that when you look at Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, they represent, in terms of the experience of life, one single person, three different aspects of that one person. In our Christian life, we are Abrahams, called by God, learning to fellowship with him, learning to enjoy him in our sufferings and even through our sufferings. Then in Isaac, we see grace operating. That is in terms of resting in God and experiencing his rich provisions. It's really our enjoyment of this grace that constitutes us, believers. We are here enjoying what God is giving to us. Yes, we have the experience of persecution. We have the experience of the spiritual warfare that we're in. We even have the experience of our natural man persecuting our spiritual person and our living. But at the same time, we have the rich supply of grace, the experience of Christ as our joy meeting our every need. The experience of Isaac depicts the New Testament teaching concerning grace. John speaks of grace upon grace and points out that grace came through Jesus Christ. We are here enjoyers of this grace, and for this reason, our calling is made sure. We suffer with Abraham in many aspects, But we enjoy with Isaac the rich supply of Christ as our grace. Thanks, Gary.
3: Let's rejoin our life study.
0: With Isaac, everything was an enjoyment. So the subject of this message here is resting and enjoy. Isaac was always resting. He lost his mother. And uh, he didn't have a wife. And the good servant was away from him. But he was not troubled. Why? I know he was not troubled because he went to the field to meditate. Could you believe if one person is not quiet not restful, could that person meditate? No. He, Isaac, was not only resting, but also enjoying. Amen. Yeah. He enjoys. Amen. I could tell you, in all the Bible, probably, you never see such an enjoying person. Even King Solomon, he didn't enjoy so much. He was not a doing person, he was an enjoying person. He didn't do anything. The father did everything. And the old servant did the best. And even Rebecca did the best among the best. In all the history, I never heard or saw another case that the bride comes to the groom. They didn't go to Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca came to him. Here is an important point. That is, yes, Isaac was an enjoying person. He enjoyed all the time the provision of grace. He just enjoyed. Enjoyment was his destiny. That means what? That means enjoyment is our destiny. I tell you, I have been... Oh, striving, 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 striving. You know, <laughs> striving, striving. Since I was 12 years striving, now today I'm about 72 years. But let me tell you, after all the steps, today I would tell you, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I had the straps or not, the enjoyment came. Many times, my striving really frustrated the coming of the enjoyment. We all have been predestinated for the enjoyment. Amen. We all have to believe this. We are the sins of God. Amen. Are we not? Yes. You just tell me, are we not the sins of God? Amen. We are. How could the son of God be pitiful persons? Who are you? You just say, "Praise the Lord! I am the son of God. Oh, the Almighty God, the all-sufficient God is my Father." Wonderful! As long as you have the rich Father, you have the provision. You don't need to worry. You just enjoy.
3: Gary, there is such an unmistakable emphasis on enjoyment in this message. Isaac was a person enjoying the full provision of his father, plus resting, it seems, most of the time. And Witness Lee said that we all have been predestined to enjoy grace. But shouldn't we also do something for God to please him as well as just enjoy him?
1: (laughs) Well, the question that you ask is really a little complicated. Naturally speaking, actually we can do nothing for God. So the Lord said in John chapter 15, without me you can do nothing. We need to come to a clear understanding that without faith it's impossible to please God. And our enjoyment of grace is very much related to faith. We're enjoying what God is to us. We are As Brother Lee pointed out so clearly, sons of God. We are not here, the old creation, trying to improve, trying to do something for God. We are the new creation. We are God-men. We are those who have been born of God. Paul, in chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians, tells us that he labored more abundantly than all the other apostles. But then he clearly stated... Yet not I, but the grace. When we're filled with the enjoyment of the Lord, surely we'll do a lot of things. But the issue of those things is our enjoyment. It is not that our enjoyment comes out of doing things for God. In this message, we're considering the matter of cooperating with and coordinating with God for the fulfillment of His purpose. We do see something of how He is operating in us and through us. But the reality of grace has to be at the center of everything we are and do. We enjoy God. We enjoy his presence with us. But even more, we enjoy him as our grace. We enjoy him coming to us, providing us with himself the joy of our salvation. What a mercy that we could be here enjoying God. Gary, we want
3: to set up this last section because in it, Witness Lee is going to refer to some rather obscure places in the land of Canaan that were very significant in Isaac's experience. We realize that it will take a little concentration on the part of the listeners, but we hope that they will bear with us because these places, Lahai Roy, Essek, Sitna, and Rehoboth, and eventually back to Beersheba, are all very rich in what they represent in our experience of the Christian life. Here's Witness Lee.
0: Yes, enjoyment is our destiny, but listen to this, we have to take care of the place where we enjoy. In this portion of the world, I must put down all the names of the places where Isaac enjoyed. The first name is Lehiroi. Roy, means God sees me. God pays me a visit Amen. and reveals himself to me. And then the second, Isaac. Isaac means what? Contention, fighting, quarrel. Then the third place, Sidna. That is enmity or hatred, opposition. Then the fourth place, Rehabot. This means something very good. Broad places are wide way. Broad way. Then the last one, Siba, means an oat. O-A-T. Bear Siba, we all know bear means the well. Bear Siba means the well of an oat. Amen. Isaac enjoyed all the grace in these five places. He was grown up, as we have seen clearly, in Beersheba beside the Tamarisk tree. But, listen to this. After he lost his mother, and his good servant went away, he left Beersheba to the south country. You read verse 62 of chapter 24. For Isaac dwelled in the south country. To be southward, in the Bible means what? To be downward. He was going to all of a sudden he came back. It might be something of the Lord's mercy. All of a sudden Isaac uh, came back for the downward way. By coming back to the proper standing, listen to this, he got a wife. But started to say, after the marriage, I don't know what was the reason he, with his wife, went southward again. Even, he went downward, southward, to Leroy. There, still, he enjoyed the well of the living one. Lehiroi means what? The living one who sees me and reveals himself to me. That was the place when Hagar escaped from the standing of Greece. Lehiroi was a place when one left the standing of Greece. He still could have some enjoyment of God's visitation. Sometimes you did have some doubt within you, yet you still had some enjoyment. So you would comfort yourself, saying, no, if I am wrong, surely I would not have enjoyment here. So it must be okay. Let me tell you, it is not okay. The enjoyment was of your destiny. But you didn't enjoy it on the proper ground. You didn't enjoy it at Beersheba, <laughs> have you noticed, everywhere of these type of places, always a well. <laughs> a well signifies what? Signifies enjoyment, signifies satisfaction. Isaac, for his whole life, didn't suffer any thirst. Wherever he went, to the wrong place, or to the right place, wherever he was, praise the Lord, there was a well. <laughs> He was wrong here, but a well was there. Some of you may be encouraged saying, okay, brother, surely this is a word of encouragement. Uh, Well, I just go everywhere. Then as long as I have the well, that'd be okay. Don't say this. You have the well for your enjoyment, but there you missed the Lord's appearing. Well, well, well everywhere well but it is not so well yeah. <laughs> so hot so circumstances were risen up you failed well but God didn't feel so well so hot so the contention rose up against you You got yourself settled there. But God said, no. This shouldn't be the place of your settlement. I will tear up something to force you to go back. That was the reason the fighting was there. And out of that fighting, the enmity was brought forth. And that caused Isaac what? Isaac was going down, 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 down. But God raised up the circumstances to force him to come up, up, up from Lehi to Isaac to Sidna to Rehoboth, eventually, hallelujah, to Beersheba. When he came back to Beersheba, God came in to appear to him and to speak to him and confirm his promise right and he started the proper testifying life putting up the altar and the tent and calling on the name of the Lord and there he had a life to fulfill God's eternal purpose
3: Gary, in all these places, there was a well for Isaac. In other words, he still had his enjoyment even when he ventured south, which represents his going down, as we sometimes do. But in leaving the place of proper standing, though he still had an enjoyment of God, he missed something, didn't he? What was it that he missed?
1: Well, the major thing that he missed was the appearance of God. Although he had an experience of enjoying God at lehi there there the name of the place indicates a God who reveals himself. However, there's no uh, record that while Isaac was there, God appeared to him. It was only in Beersheba that God appeared to him and that he entered into a fresh enjoyment of God, indicated by his calling on his name and by his establishing of an altar. When Isaac was in Beersheba, he was there experiencing God's purpose. And a key thing that we need to recognize is that although we are destined for enjoyment, there's a matter of being in the proper place for God's purpose. We cannot simply say, well, I have the enjoyment. It must be I have God's presence with me. It must be God is satisfied. That is not necessarily the case. And in the case of Isaac, absolutely was not the case. It was only as he went back up to Beersheba that he met the living God. There he entered into a covenant with God in a fresh way, praying Give me the seed for your purpose to be realized. When Isaac returned to Beersheba, he realized that he did not have the seed that God had promised to him. And he responded to that realization by praying. And when he prayed, God answered his prayer because his prayer was in oneness with God. He saw something of God's purpose and he called upon the Lord to meet that need, not only for himself, but for God. Gary, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. It's been good to be with you, Matt. Call our toll-free number, and that's
3: 888-LIFE-STUDY. Again, that's one 543 3788 Or you can write to us at Living Stream Ministry, P.O. Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814 or send an email to radio at lsm.org. I'm Matt Miller for Gary Kaiser. Thanks for listening today.
2: You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. For 21 years, Witness Lee conducted a comprehensive life study unveiling how the Bible presents Christ coming to be life to man. These audio programs are based on those messages. But to get the full riches of the Life Study, we hope you'll visit our website, lifestudy.com. From there, you can read over 1,800 Life Study messages in their entirety or download more audio programs like this one. All free of charge. Again, the website is lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening today.